Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down two and a quarter at five, up three and three quarters at 6.28 and a quarter. March spring wheat up three and a quarter cents at 6.26 and a half. Uh, yesterday, I did a chart review. I covered the corn chart, the soybean chart, and the wheat chart, kind of a basic breakdown of where we stood from a technical standpoint. So if you have not watched this episode and you're interested in, in some more details regarding the technical setup of these markets, I kept this as simple as possible, but I think it gives you an idea as to kind of where we stand. You know, does this uptrend remain intact? That was kind of the uh, question that I um, tried to answer yesterday. I, I, was told I did a good job, so we'll see. But if, if, if you haven't checked out that video, uh, make sure you take a look. To get into the uh, headlines here this morning, chatter regarding the 2021 U.S. acreage mix is circulating. Reuters conduct, uh, conducted a poll ahead of this week's USDA Ag Outlook Forum. A group of analysts estimated 2021 U.S. corn acreage at 92.9 million. That would be up from 90.8 million last year. So they're only looking for a 2 million acre bump in corn, according to this survey. Soybean acreage uh, expected at 89.4, which would be up more than 7 million from last year's 82.3. So the trade leaning toward the idea that we'll see a, a marginal increase, you know, 2 million in corn and, and a very big increase in soybean acreage versus last year. We're going to see all sorts of estimates in regard to acreage really from now through, you know, the summer. I mean, you'll get your March 31st prospective plantings report. Um, you'll get your June report. USDA can make adjustments as we've seen in recent years, uh, really at any point throughout the year. So it's kind of a moving target, it seems. Cargill said yesterday that some packing plants in Texas will be idled. Uh, this whole weather deal this week and this cold snap has been a big issue for, for a lot of industries. Uh, packing plants in Waco, Fort Worth, and Round Rock will be idled through today at least. Local utility companies have cut natural gas supplies following uh, this cold weather. State's governor actually issued an order banning the export of natural gas in an effort to restore power throughout the state. So this is a short-lived deal, could cause some uh, chaos in the cattle market here short-term. Uh, cattle futures were down yesterday and boxed beef market was, was up big yesterday. Saudi Arabia is set to increase oil output. This would be kind of a reversal of um, a production cut that had been in place recently, and it's probably the result of higher prices. Uh, spot month WTI crude oil futures traded above $60 per barrel uh, just this week for the first time since January of last year. So the crude oil market back to like pre-COVID levels, basically. Uh, the news initially sent crude oil futures lower yesterday, although that sell-off was very short-lived. EIA will release weekly ethanol data later this morning. Traders expect a decline in U.S. ethanol production versus last week and a small build in ethanol stocks. U.S. ethanol production over the last four weeks has averaged 938,000 barrels per day, which is down 10.5% versus the same period last year. Now, these year-over-year -year comparisons are not going to matter a whole lot. Um, you know, a couple weeks out, we're, we're almost a full year into this uh, COVID mess, which is, has been a big problem for ethanol, of course. So uh, the year-over-year -year comparisons here in a week or two are not going to make that big of a difference. Given this week's spike in cash, natural gas prices, spot production margins for U.S. ethanol producers are some of the worst we've ever seen. This is likely a temporary situation, this whole this whole deal with, with weather, natural gas. I mean, it's all going to be short-lived, but um, 
uh, is an issue here this week. The Fed plans to keep its easy money policy in place. Uh, j- minutes from the uh, January Fed meeting were released yesterday. The Fed reaffirmed that they'll be keeping essentially a loose monetary policy in place into the future, which uh, essentially means low interest rates and continued asset purchases purchases to the tune of $120 billion per month. Um, it should be noted that interest rates uh, have risen a little bit. The uh, 10-year uh, yield on the 10-year note uh, traded as high as 1.33% earlier this week. That would be the highest since February of 2020. I wanted to put a chart on the screen here. This is the um, this is total uh, uh, Federal Reserve assets, and you can see that they have just skyrocketed seven and a half trillion dollars uh, as of this month. And essentially what the Fed does is they buy bonds and, and other assets in order to kind of s- stimulate the economy and keep things moving. And you can see this really started back in 2008. I mean, with the with the bank bailout and the stimulus and uh, it never really got any better. Um, so this is like this is a big problem in, in the view of a lot of people. And other people would say that maybe it's not that big of a problem, but it's it's really phenomenal uh, what the Fed has 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 had to buy and the actions that they've had to take in order to uh, keep this economy in shape. The uh, corn market, the uh, corn market itself has acted well. It's been kind of sideways. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we pinned this March uh, futures contract to that 550 strike on option expiration tomorrow. Um, at option expiration, these markets oftentimes have a tendency to gravitate toward a strike that has a lot of open interest in the options. Uh, 550 happens to have a lot of open interest relative to any of the other nearby strikes. There's also quite a bit at 530, uh, which is about 20 cents away. Um, news has been kind of lacking here overall. It's been a slow week. We've been sideways to, to slightly higher, I guess, so far. The uh, soybean market, I'd say news is, is kind of lacking. We should kind of wind down soybean shipments. We st- we should start shipping more corn, um, but the market's acted really well. I mean, it's been sideways, but we haven't seen any big liquidation event. Uh, new crop futures have also acted really well. Uh, Brazilian soybean harvest is, is really like March is the big month, so we're going to get into that here pretty soon, and it may be behind uh, uh, its normal pace uh, for, for a little bit, and, and the whole season may be delayed or is delayed by a few weeks, but I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily a make or break deal at the end of the day. Uh, we had a uh, 24-hour crop scare event basically in the wheat market that uh, spanned from what Monday night through uh, Tuesday's close, and that was about it. And then we we went right back lower yesterday. So it didn't really change much in terms of the technical setup. We didn't go up and make new highs or anything. Um, it, it really kind of looks like just a, a, a another day here in terms of, of the charts. Um, cattle market yesterday, we didn't see any cash cattle trade. Uh, the board was was sharply lower. Um, the box beef market again was higher. And again, this weather deal is uh, certainly an issue, uh, at least over the short term. If you guys need some more information from me, uh, visit my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for $49 a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I'll send you my text message service, which is optional, but no extra fee there. And uh, any consulting that you might need, it's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. Uh, it's billed uh, through PayPal to your credit card, so you never have to send me a check. I don't send invoices. It's all done automatically. If you have any questions, uh, get a hold of me. My email is info at standardgrain.com. Everybody have a uh, great day today. I will talk to you uh, same time tomorrow.